You are listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby of Torch in Houston, Texas. This is the Parsha Review Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Parsha Review Podcast. We're going to do a little focus on this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayetze. So we begin the Parsha with Vayetze Yaakov me Be'er Shava, He left Be'er Shava and he went towards Haran. Now, we see a very similar idea with Abraham. Hashem tells Abraham, Lech Lecha. But the difference is that when Abraham left, he didn't know where he was going to. Over here, Yaakov leaves, but he's going towards a destination. He knows a known destination. He's going towards a known destination. Now, Yaakov is leaving. Where is he leaving from? So we've discussed this in the past, that a person needs to know where they need to be. And if they're in a place that is not good for them, they need to get up and get out. We saw that Abraham grew up in a house of idolatry. Hashem tells him, Lech Lecha, go, this is for you. We see the similar concept here by Abraham's grandson, Jacob, where Jacob needs to go, Vayetze Yaakov Meber Shava. He needs to leave where he was. And he needs He needs to go to Haran. And we know that he takes a nap there. And all of the stones that he placed around his head to protect him, he put 12 stones. That was the prophecy that he was going to have 12 children. But all of those 12 stones got fused together. And then, and if you look at the verse, it says, And he took from the stones, plural, and then later when he gets up, Vayachalom, he, he has a dream, and there's the ladder that goes up and uh, angels are going up and down. And the Torah tells us about the dream that he's about, that he has. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But then he wakes up in the morning. Vayikat Yaakov Mishnah. Yaakov wakes up in the middle of the night from his sleep. Vayomer, and he says, There is, Hashem is present. In this place, and I didn't know. I didn't realize how special this place was. He was terrified. He was frightened. He realizes that this is the house of God, and these are the gates to heaven. And this is what we know today as being the Temple Mount, which is where Abraham came to bring Isaac as an offering in the binding of Isaac in the Akedah. And we know that this is this is the place where all of creation has started, the most fought over land in all of history, is that little area of the Temple Mount. Everything else is fodder for that fight. I saw an interview today with one of the despicable uh, leaders of Hamas on Sky News, and what does he have in his backdrop behind him? The Temple Mount. That's the bottom line. The bottom line is we're all fighting over the Temple Mount. But there's not really a fight because we'll see in a second the verse over here, verse number 14, tells us that this is our land. Again, it was promised to Abraham. It was promised, promised to Isaac. And again, repeated to Jacob. And we'll see in a minute. And remember, we said it was stones. Yaakov gets up, verse 18. He wakes up in the, early in the morning. And he took the stone, singular, that he placed 
at his head. And he set it up as a monument and he poured oil on its top. Okay, so here we go. We have the story, the basic story of Jacob. He's traveling. He stops to take a nap, to go to sleep at night. He puts these stones around him to protect himself. While he's there, he has an unbelievable dream. There are angels going up and down, which is another important note in our partial review where we summarize the entire parsha very briefly and hopefully with a refreshing understanding of each parsha. We talk a lot about that idea of first that the stones became one, that he was protecting himself about the, the, the angels going up and down. But there's something I want to point out here, which I think is important for us to just give a little bit of focus when we think about this week's parsha, when we review this parsha. And that is, the blessing that's given to Jacob. And your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. And you shall burst forth the Jewish people, westward, eastward, northward, and southward. And will be blessed through you, all the families of the earth, and through your offspring. That means here Jacob is being told, you know that all blessings going to humanity will come through you. And through your offspring. So what's so special about this and why is it important for us to focus on this? Do we really feel that we are blessed? Do we really feel that the blessing goes through us to the world? And I think that this is something that we need to spend some time connecting with, feeling and understanding that we are the blessed people of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of the Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and through us all blessing goes to the world. Yeah, it's nice in a story, but for someone to really feel, yes, as a chosen people, we need to behave differently. As a chosen people, we need to be an example for the world. As a chosen people, we have different responsibilities. And as a chosen people, we need to be at a higher standard than the rest of the world. So when we ask, we look at the television, we say, this is so unfair. The standards that they're placing on the Israeli army, on the IDF, there's no other military in the world that behaves with such humanity, with such reverence for human life. It's just unbelievable. And we sit there saying, this is so unfair. Why are they holding us to a standard that no other military in the world has to stand by? But you're Jewish, you're Israeli, you have to. You know what? Because in this week's parasha, it tells us that we have to. In this week's parasha, we're held to a standard that the world can never stand by. It's not unfair. That's what it takes to be a chosen people. You're going to be held to a standard that the rest of the world can only dream of. And it's not unfair. 
This is the privilege of being a chosen people. That you will be held to a standard that no one else on planet Earth, you know, they talk about, the first is, don't believe anything you hear in the media, especially when it comes from Hamas spokespeople. When they say that 13,000 people are killed, don't believe them. When they, when they say that a rocket landed in the hospital and immediately they said 500 people were killed. It didn't even land yet. They already said 500 people were killed. And that it was Israeli. And they have all of these. Other, don't believe a word because it's all nonsense. It's all falsehood. It's all narratives that they're trying to sell for sympathy from the world, etc., etc. Our responsibility is to recognize that we are held to a different standard. That's our blessing. Our blessing is that we are held to account on a much higher level. We're not like the nations of the world. And you know what? The nations of the world, like we see by Abraham, those who bless the Jewish people will be blessed. Those who curse the Jewish people will be cursed. Those who recognize that, if I may say, our great friend of Israel, Pastor Hagee, Pastor John Hagee from San Antonio, he says this every year in his speech. People ask me, he says, why do you love the Jewish people so much? He says, because that's what God says to do. He says, those who bless the Jewish people will be blessed. And those who curse the Jewish people will be cursed. I want to be blessed, which is why I try to bestow blessings upon the Jewish people. And he supports Jewish causes and Jewish organizations throughout Israel. He says, because I want the blessing of the Torah. I want a blessing of the Bible, the Jewish Bible, which set, tells us that whoever blesses the Jewish people will be blessed. I choose to be blessed, and that's why I love the Jewish people. But unfortunately, not everyone looks at the Torah. Not everyone understands that the Torah is a living document. It's a, we have a living God who gives us the most incredible opportunities in our lifetime. So if we only take a moment to recognize the blessings that we have and to realize that we, every single one of us, we're the chosen nation, we're the chosen people, we have to act that way. Yes, everyone else can be acting in a different way. We act in a special way. It's not the same. The way we do things, the acts of kindness, the way we act, the way we talk, the way we react when people yell at us or scream at us or people uh, put us down should be elevating, should be uplifting. We should carry ourselves with a, a different level of responsibility towards humanity because we have to always understand our responsibility is to be different. Hashem should bless us all, that we should all merit to feel the privilege of being different. And not to feel, oh, I can't believe it. Everyone's picking on us. We're always the downtrodden. We're always the, the scapegoat. Whenever there's an issue, it's always the Jews. It's always the Jews. It is always the Jews. It's a reminder that you can never hide from that responsibility of being unique and being special. My dear friends, have an amazing Shabbos. And don't forget, 
to take the time to look through the portion, read the words. If you don't, if you can't read it in Hebrew, read it in English. Take the art scrolls, chumash, any of them. Read the commentaries on the bottom. It's it's amazing. It's our living Torah. My dear friends, have an amazing Shabbos.